How is everybody today on this spectacular Tuesday morning of November 22nd? Today, I have my first ever guest on the show, Anthony, also known as Orioles underscore masterclass on Instagram, the most elite memes uh, for the Orioles. So again, if you didn't give a follow, go give a follow. Uh, he was a catcher, third baseman, and center field for his baseball team in high school. Um, so some of the topics we will discuss in is the awards that we didn't announce last week. Uh, bold and realistic predictions, plus where we think our farm system will be in a year. Also, I mentioned talking about Kodai Senga, who's a pitcher from Japan. So we will talk about that too. Um, let's go in the farm system. Do you want to talk about, let's see, what, where do you think Gunnar Henderson is going to be in a year? Uh, I think he's going to be the rookie of the year. 100 percent. Yeah. 100%. I've I fully stand on the Gunner Rookie of the Year campaign. That, that's what I think too. Yeah. Do you think do you think he's still gonna play uh shortstop or uh I think I think I don't know. It depends on how free agency goes, honestly. Yeah. I think like, Urias yeah. could play there, but you don't know where Urias is gonna be. And uh. or he can also play uh third to both of them they can switch back and forth short and third yeah and then uh, Mateo. you also have uh jackson holiday holiday won't be up though i don't think but yeah, no definitely not definitely not. I, mean, I think i think i think he'll be starting in high a next year that that's what i think yeah uh let's see what other you have westberg who's do you know what he is right now i think triple a but AAA? i feel like he's in buoy I don't. I, he should. He should be in AAA because he's due up soon. But he, he, he might, might be, be up. I think he might be up by the end of the year. I could see that. Possibly. I could again, see. I could see Colton Kaiser making a getting the call up too. I could see that again. You have so many shortstops though. Yeah, so, like, we we have a lot of like infield depth. Like I know, like people are like, okay, go get a shortstop, whatever. Like I think we yeah. need more of a bat. Like obviously, like I'd love a trade turn or whatever, but like. We need a bat. I feel like yeah. shortstop position is stacked. I think that's why shortstop's getting so much talk for us is because there's, you know, Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, Xander. Uh-huh. You know, those are all good bats. Yeah. And because they're all shortstops, it's kind of like we're looking for a shortstop and we're not. We're looking for just a bat to <laughs> right. strengthen our lineup. And, like, I also yeah. think uh, – I'm going to move into D.L. Hall right here. Um where do you think he's going to be? Because he could be starting. I think by the end of the year, he'll be starting. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to see him get back into starting, but hmm. it really seemed like when they called him up, he got to start. You know, he started that yeah. day and then he got sent back down. And Elias is like, you know, kind of want to work him as a reliever. So I feel like they could keep the, they They might keep him as a reliever. I could see that. I mean, yeah, you're going to need more middle relief is the problem. Yeah. Because, you know, our back of the bullpen, CO, Tate, uh, Bautista, that, that's a strong three. Yeah. But we get, but then we you get have, shaky in the middle. Then you have Joey Crable, Brian Baker. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they can have on and off days, but, like, you don't, be, want them, yeah. you don't want them to have the off days. Yeah. You want, you want to get someone that can right. be on every day. Uh, what do you think about uh, G-Rod? Uh, I... Sounds like his rehab's going really good. I think, I don't think he'll make the opening day roster just because they mm. want to play it safe. But I think I think he'll be up by like a, late April, early late May. April. Yeah. 
And then I don't know. I don't know a lot about Kobe. Is it Mayo? Mayo? I don't know how to pronounce. I think it's Mayo. Yeah. Mayo. No, he's a he's good. I I like watching him play. He's got a he's got a nice glove and a solid bat. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's another third baseman. So, worst yeah. comes to worst, that, that gives even more depth. Right. Uh, I I want to talk about this though. I don't have it on here, but uh, in the minors, Adley did play in first base. Could you see that happening? Uh, I mean, first base and catcher are the mm-hmm. two positions we 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 don't have depth and we don't have any backup. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> if Adley's mm-hmm. playing first, I don't know who's going to be catching for us. Right. I'm just saying, but, like, could yeah. you see it happening? Though? Like, maybe one day if we needed it, or if Adley mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, I want to play first today, just just for fun." Yeah. But I I don't I don't see it being like a regular thing. And then uh. I did see Dylan Beavers play Aberdeen this season. And yeah, he's he, got he he's, he's he looks promising. He looks promising, and again, he got drafted this year. So yeah. like the fact that he got drafted this year, and I feel like he's already looked promising. Yeah, great for the organization. No, that's that's been my thoughts on a uh, Kowser because he was drafted twenty twenty one, so he's mm. only had one year in the minors, and he's already moved up in like AAA. Ooh. So he he's on a great tear, and if he keeps it up, I think he could get the call next year. That's like, the thing. Another thing with Heston Kirstead, though. So yeah, he's I, great too. He's great too, but again in Aberdeen, he I don't know. He was on and off. So yeah, I mean again, he just, he just won the uh, MVP in the fall league. So yeah, that, that's pretty good. And I think he could be a designated hitter too, though. That's which is, yeah, which is very which is nice. good for us. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Seth Johnson? I, I don't really know about him. Yeah, I haven't looked much of him, <laughs> but I mean, pitching. Pitching's good. We pitching's we need good. a lot of pitching. You always need pitching. Mm-hmm. And then do you think, okay, so do you think, I know we have Beavers as an outfield, Kirsten as an outfield, um, Hauser as an outfield. Do you think, do you think we can trade Mullins in a year or two? Uh, I feel, I don't know. I, we definitely can. We definitely would get decent returns for him. Mm-hmm. But I, I think we want to keep Mullins as mm-hmm. like an Adam Jones type guy where he's kind of like yeah. the center of our team. But we, we have a lot of... We have Kowser, Heston, mm-hmm. Beavers, Sin, uh, wow, I totally messed up. Tony Taters. <laughs> um, Tony Taters. Yeah. No, we got, a, we got a good outfield too. And Stowers mm-hmm. too. He's great. I love like, Stowers. Oh my god! Even if we don't trade Mullins, we have other guys that we could use to uh-huh. get you know good That's trades same, from. Same thing with shortstop. Like we're stacked, and I know people yeah. don't don't want to trade away our like prospects, but like if yeah. we can get a good pitcher or like I don't know, good middle exactly. relief. Again, you you can't do any Manny Machado crap. You can't yeah, we can't get use me. That was that was that was the old old front office that was Danny <laughs> Pet. that wasn't Elias so you, you can, we can just forget about that yeah you can't do that yeah well uh, so I wanted to talk about some awards I didn't announce and uh this one award stuck out to me and I want I want to hear your opinion on this American League Manager of the Year Terry Francona I don't like it man I don't like it I don't either what do you have to I mean, say about it <laughs> I get I get that he he took you know low payroll team uh-huh. with a with a young roster and won 92 wins in the division that 
they were projected like third in. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool. But Brandon Hyde was projected to lose a hundred games. He was projected to be the, the worst team in the MLB, not just the American mm-hmm. League, the entire MLB. And he managed to make it and give this team a winning record mm-hmm. and be three games out from making the postseason. I think and- also, uh, I'm going to cut you off here. I'm sorry. Uh, I think Scott Service, if if uh high didn't win i think scott service it should have won yeah 100 100 like the way the way he led the mariners this year because it, it was playoffs or nothing for them yeah if, if they didn't make the playoffs it would have been a disappointment it would have been a failure of a season they could have won been. you know 100 games <laughs> and had 11 other teams with 100 games and they missed the playoffs and it would have been a failure also when like, you were it, it about was whatever. playoffs or nothing when you're talking about brandon high right i i just want to bring this up yeah I don't. We had. I know we had like ninety home run differences. Uh, ninety home runs, like a difference between last year, or two years before with the wall. So moving the wall back, that's that, doesn't get enough yeah. credit. Doesn't get enough. That credit. definitely helped. Yeah, and it's very <laughs> enticing to pitchers, which honestly I think is the biggest reason why we moved it back because we mm-hmm. wanted to make a a big free agent signing for pitcher. Mm-hmm. National League manager of the year. You want to announce it? <laughs> the greatest Orioles manager of all time, who sadly isn't with us anymore, but does go with the Mets. It was Buck Showalter. And I, I think I think that was the correct choice for sure. It's a, it's a regular Even, season award. Yeah. I think I think it was a good a good choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could make the argument that Snicker led the Braves to uh Come back from a ten and a half game deficit, which is which is very valid, mm-hmm. and but I mean, Buck Showalter took. I mean, look at the Mets last year, right? They they very slipping, and Buck, you know, hundred one games. He he did, and it's just Buck Showalter. Mm-hmm. Like you got to give it to Buck. Everybody likes Buck. Yeah, I don't, I don't know a single person that doesn't. Besides when he was on the Yankees, but we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> he redeemed himself. He came to the Orioles. He redeemed himself. Yeah. Um, American League Cy Young, Justin Verlander. I think it was Verlander all the way for sure. The only the only thing I don't understand this also goes for the National League. I don't. I'm shocked that they both got unanimous decisions. Mm -hmm. Because I I thought I thought Cease would definitely get a couple of votes Mm -hmm. over. uh, I, I I figured Verlander would win, but I didn't think it would be like you know 30 nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, Sandy uh, in the NL, he had a phenomenal season, but mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't blow out the competition. Yeah. I, I think Freed and uh, Julio should have definitely had a, definitely had votes because they had stellar seasons too. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then American League MVP, I don't even think we have to talk about this. Yeah. Aaron, no, that right. was, I mean, you could do the Ben Verlander thing. He's like, but it's so tiny. Does Judge pick? But, like, no, Judge doesn't pitch, but if you take if you like, take Judge out of the equation here, it was Otani yeah. without Judge. But Judge, Judge, just like yeah. 2021 without Otani, it was Vladdy. But mm-hmm. you know, you can't take a guy out. It was Judge yeah. every day. Every day of that season, it was Judge. Uh, I love the National League MVP, Paul Goldschmidt. I, love you it. know, I yeah, it was a great season for. I I think he really. Doesn't hasn't been appreciated just because mm-hmm. you know Judge and Otani have been the uh, 
center of attention, but Goldie was chasing a triple crown like the whole year. Uh-huh. And he got a little slow in September, but if not for that, he probably would have had it. Yeah. Uh, I also wish I also wish they would have beat the Phillies in the first round. Yeah, uh, but you know, the Phillies, you know, had a great postseason. Yeah. Still happy for them, but like yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to see uh pool holes make a run with Molina and that would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have that would have been sick. That would have been sick. Okay. Let's okay. I want to move into bold predictions here because I'm excited about this. All right. So my first one is Taryn Vavra will be our backup first baseman. What do you think about that? That'd be interesting. Could you I mean, see it? They, I mean I I mean I could see them, I could see them giving him reps uh mm-hmm. during spring training and just seeing how he how he works there. Mm-hmm. And then maybe testing him out in uh okay. regular season games. So I that's actually not a not a terrible, terrible take. And I think if we have him there, like we don't, and he can hit. If yeah. so, he can hit. We don't need a backup first baseman. Uh, That's, yeah, yeah. Which would trade be trade Turner to the Phillies. That yeah. that yeah, that's probably very accurate take. You don't want to see it, but like I don't want to see it. But if if there's anywhere he's going, I think Philly has the best shots. As <laughs> as much as I want him to come come here more yeah yeah he's he's very likely going to philly before i go into my third take uh, i did mention this last last week i was talking about eric hosmer and how he could be a great backup first baseman but again you know what happened with uh the nationals right yeah okay so do you think it was the nationals not being contenders or the city of washington i think it was well i don't know because he went to boston yeah, and Boston and, was yeah. Like yeah, I would have. It might be just he didn't want to come to DC. That's that's what I hope because I really don't like Hosmer, but like if he could yeah. produce. Well, well, the uh, Nationals. I heard they didn't. They they optioned uh, Luke Voigt, so we could yeah. pick him up too. I, I, I would Luke love Voigt. to see that. Yeah, Luke Voigt would be fun to have. That would be great. I mean, my brother's a Nationals fan. I from from what I hear from him. I think they'll resign him. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Talk, talking about resigning, Mitch Hanniger from the Seattle Mariners. Did, did they resign? Did they resign they him? They didn't yet. Oh, they haven't yet. Okay. Do, do we go out on a limb and take him, or? I mean, we could make an offer, but he he could he could play good a good bat in our lineup. Um, he He'd probably he'd probably take out a lot of days from Hayes, which is fine, I think. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel know like they... I feel like outfield shouldn't be uh-huh. where we're looking. Yeah, just because we have a decent outfield, I think we should go for a big pitcher first. Yeah, and I th- I think I think he wants to stay in Seattle. I think Seattle would sign him. They just haven't done uh-huh. it yet. I also especially, think oh, uh, okay. just especially because they uh. They just picked up Teoscar from the Blue Jays too, so that's mm-hmm. even stronger outfield with those two. What do you think about that though? Because they gave up what two pitchers for him? Yeah, but they're not like I mean, they're good, but I think I think that was a great grab for Seattle. Mm-hmm. I I think Seattle totally won that trade. Okay. Uh, Orioles will finish second in the AL East, and I'm saying this because I think either the Blue Jays or the Rays will be first. I think. Uh, I'll move into my uh fifth one right here. I said the Yankees will finish third. 
see that. I think, <laughs> I don't know. Realistically, I, I I'd have the Blue Jays mm-hmm. winning the winning the division, but I th- I think honestly we could all every team could except for the Red Sox, but even mm-hmm. even the Red Sox like you can't count them out because they yeah. do have like a decent team. But uh, I think I think the Blue Jays are the favorites right now. Mm-hmm. I think the Yankees are honestly going to have a terrible off season and they're going to mm-hmm. slip a little bit, and I think it's going to be just a bloodbath between the Orioles, Yankees, and Rays. But I, I, th- I honestly think all four of those teams have a shot to win the division, even us. Uh-huh. I was talking to my dad about this, and it was like, if the Blue Jays or the Rays suck, and they go downhill, and they might have to trade, like, going off on a limb, like McClanahan or Rasmussen or uh, Manoa from the Blue Jays, that's a yeah. pickup right there. So, I, it, I, it, uh, it doesn't sound like the uh, the Rays are gonna resign Kiermaier either, and that's like a yeah big big solid guy in their lineup. As an O's fan, I mean, praying on the downfall, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at the Rays last year. I mean, uh-huh. they they had a lot of injuries, but they right. they were basically a Triple A lineup and just scraped into the playoffs. What do, what do we think about talking about the Rays? What do we think about G Man Troy? I mean, he's all right. I I don't I don't. Mm. I'm if glad he's out of the A at least, but yeah, that's that's <laughs> nice. Of course, though, it's the year when they change the schedule so we don't play them 19 times. But hey, hey, you know, the what? one time, you know, the two couple times we play, I don't, how how is the schedule working? Are we playing? We play them 12 times, I think. 12 times. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's still a lot. Uh but yeah. You'll like you'll like this take. Gunnar Henderson will be 2023 Rookie of the Year. 100. percent 100. percent I don't think we have to even debate about that. Yeah. The, I think the only competition are the other two finalists of Grayson Rodriguez and Colton Cowser. I, I think to see that. I would be so happy. Honestly, just two or if we could have all three finalists, that'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have your top five, so do you want to? Yeah, I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to add okay. more than just Orioles bold predictions. But okay. uh, my first one we kind of talked about is that the, uh, the Orioles win the AL East. I think I think I we definitely. I mean, we showed a lot of promise last year for sure, mm-hmm. and I think I think we're going to come back even stronger this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, teams like the Yankees aren't going to be as good as they were this year. Yeah, they're they're I definitely mean, even even with guys like Volpe, you know, close to getting called up. I I, I think mean. they're going to be what's it? I think they're going to slip back, and I think I honestly think that first place spot is up for the grabs. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think, think we have a great shot. Do you think the Isaiah kind of left a signing was a stupid signing, or I think they did it for trade bait. Did it for trade I bait. think they wanted to have him so they could have him on his roster on the roster, and then I think because it's only a one year deal, so that's mm-hmm. enticing a little bit to teams, but they don't have to be locked down to him. Yeah. So I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna trade him. Same with Rizzo. I don't know. But I think I, th- I think Rizzo's Rizzo is a good signing. This is a they, yeah, they like him at first. He's a good bat. I, I think that was a fun signing. I, I, Rizzo is one of the few Yankees I actually like. Where does Chapman go though? Uh, I, I have like no clue. Honestly, I feel like he's a Yankee. I don't know. Yankees don't like him. Know, he's but... blown so many leads, and they ended on bad bad terms. But where else do you see him? Like I don't really know. I maybe the Reds. Maybe. I can see him at the uh, Reds at the Yankees. Who needs like. 
who needs a back bullpen arm now? I can see him going to the Dodgers, honestly. Dodgers. Dodgers are always going to grab a guy like that, honestly. I would. Uh, and- I want to talk about this one though, because I know you have this bold prediction. I know you said we'll get over ninety-five wins. I mean, okay, last year projected to lose a hundred games, mm-hmm. and we went for eighty-three wins. This year we're going to have higher, higher ceiling. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think, with uh, not having to play the AL East nineteen times, mm-hmm. um, we get to play every, all thirty MLB teams. We're gonna have, you know, more games with worse teams. I think, I think on paper, we mm-hmm. have a chance to put up a lot more wins than we did last year. Mm-hmm. So I think our ceiling could be about there. Pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think it's very bold, but I think there's. Definitely a chance we do it. Okay. Uh, then let's see. What other ones are you going to talk about? Um, I got okay. <laughs> I don't think the Guardians are going to win 90 wins this year. Okay. I Who think they're going to win that division. I think the Guardians still win it, but I okay. think they do it with like 87 wins. Okay. Just because I think they got really lucky this year. Like they're a good mm-hmm. team for sure, no doubt about it, but I, I don't think they're going to repeat. And mm-hmm. it was kind of the same thing with us winning 95, possibly. Mm-hmm. They're going to play uh, the AL Central a lot less, which is yeah. a very weak division. And they're going to play, you know, harder teams a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like they'll be close to 90, but I don't, I don't, think, they're, I don't think they'll reach it. And yeah. then I think they'll be first-round exits. Oh, we'd love to see it. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Uh, just go into your next bold prediction because I forgot totally what I was going to say. <laughs> um, I think Adley will win MVP. I could see it. I mean, I yeah. The she only was... other the only other person I could see winning it is if the Mariners go for uh far enough, Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, I think the only if we're talking about rookies, you know, I think I think in their sophomore year he has a shot to win it for sure. Mm-hmm. I could see Mike Trout coming back. I mean. Mike Trout was in the running this year, and he was hurt for a good chunk of time. So, you know, never count Trout out. Um, never count out. Judge, depending on where he signs, could win AL MVP or NL MVP. As Ben uh, Verlander says, never count Otani out. But yeah, never count out. I mean, that, that's fair. <laughs> Otani is Otani. <laughs> it would take a season like Judges to beat him. Um, yeah. No, but Adley, he, was, he, got a, he got a couple of votes this year for MVP. Uh-huh. It wasn't like first place votes, but he still got votes, yeah. which is which is nice. Which is very um, nice. Yeah. And he, he definitely he definitely has MVP potential. Mm-hmm. You know, just the just the way he plays defensively and how how hot his bat can get. I think yeah. I think if we get lucky, I think if he has a great season, he could totally make a run for MVP. Uh let's go to your tenth one, the tenth ball prediction. All right. We get hot. I think I think we'll make the playoffs for sure. I don't I don't mm-hmm. even doubt that this year. But I think when we make it, we get really hot and we make a run and win the pennant. So if we do, what do you think? Obviously, you can't predict the playoffs, but what do you think our not schedule would be? But who do you think we'd have to go by? I think I think the Astros win the first seed for sure. Okay, Blue Jays will probably get the second seed, so we'll probably play. We'll probably be in the first or second wild card. Mm-hmm. I think 
Mariners will probably play the Rays, which means we'll probably play the Guardians. So I think we'll go. I think we'll end up Guardians, and then Blue Jays, mm-hmm. and then Astros, and then the World Series. Look, I the only the only people I'd have tr- uh, trouble with seeing them win is the Blue Jays. Besides that, I think yeah, I'm just, the Blue. If we don't win the division, it'll be the Blue Jays most likely, mm-hmm. and then. I, I don't think the Blue Jays are going to do worse than the Guardians, so they'll get the second seed because they're definitely not getting the first with the Astros. You, did say I think, you, had, yeah. uh, you said you had other predictions from other teams. Yeah. Um, I think I think Judge will go back to the Yankees, okay. but I think he will have an off year. I think Ooh. I think he'll reach he'll reach 30 homers, mm-hmm. but I think it'll be like 30, 31. Mm-hmm. Um Definitely won't rake up the RBIs like he did. Definitely won't be in running for triple crown. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think he's gonna have an off year after this year. I could see that. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I'd love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Be great for for us in the East. Questions to ask you. So right. I know I know you were a catcher. So again, Adley didn't come up yet when you were catching, probably. But how did his game affect you playing catcher? I mean. You know, when I was when I was catching, when I was, you know, learning the game, I didn't have Adley to like use as a role model. But watching him now, like if you're becoming a catcher, you should 100 percent watch him behind the plate because there's catcher is the uh, the captain of the field. Basically, like you're Mm -hmm. calling everything, you're leading everyone and the relationship like he's tight with all the pitchers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he'll go up, he'll, he'll pat him on the back. He'll hu- give him a hug, you know, when they win. Yeah. He, he's that guy. And then the way he calls pitches is very like, you could tell he's thinking about every single pitch and he's mm-hmm. going to call the right pitch every time. And then the, the way he frames is so oh, good. So he's good. such a good framer. He had like, but, uh, I think it was like 49%, 48% strikes that he framed. Yeah. I, I, and it's something along that stat. And I think he had one of, if not the highest, uh, defensive run saved for catchers, which is pretty great, especially as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Probably just behind Jose Trevino. I couldn't see anyone else. Yeah, maybe Kirk, but probably just yeah. Trevino. Uh, going off that question, again, you might not have Cedric Mullins to uh, inspire you, but when you played center field, how did that help? How did seeing Mullins <laughs> play or whatever – Again, you had Adam Jones. So yeah, Adam I... Jones, a legend. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but Mullins. Um, if you if you are a center fielder, watch the way Mullins tracks the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, just look up, uh, like highlight plays. You know, diving catches. Watch the way he tracks the ball, because you know, in center field, it's like a the second the ball leaves the bat, you're automatically processing where that ball is going, mm-hmm. how to get to the how to get to it the uh, fastest you can. And in the best way possible. And he does it so well, mm-hmm. especially with his speed. Like he can get to the ball just like that. And it's really just a talent. Like it, it's, you can teach it, but you really can't. It's just something that comes naturally. And if you watch how, you know, how he does yeah. it, you can try and pick up on it. I'm going to go off topic here a little bit, but talking about okay. speed, and I know the bases are getting bigger. Do you think Mullins and, uh, Mateo will have more stolen bases because the bases are going to be bigger. Or I mean, they could. 
It just depends on how much Hyde wants to send them. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think, how many, I think they were like, almost all their attempts, they, they, Something. they stole the base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there was very few times they were caught. You just, so, I mean, with bigger bases, it could end up being hundred percent success rate. You just need to get Mateo on base. Cause yeah, really that's all you need to do. Hitter. He's not. The yeah. Best yeah. So I, think, I, I think if, if he was... works, I think if he works the discipline a little bit mm-hmm. in the off season, spring training, you know, tries and builds up some, tries to build up some power. I think, I think he yeah. could definitely, definitely improve next year. His, uh, was it? Yeah. It was against the Rays. I went to that game. He had a line drive home run. Oh yeah. It was, it was beautiful. That was an awesome game. Oh my God. They ended up losing, but yeah, but it was still, it's, that was just a fun <laughs> series too. Uh, how does a player like Gunner or Ramon affect you in playing the position? Again, you had Manny Machado, so yeah, Manny. I think Manny was <laughs> Manny and Arenado were definitely like my biggest and Buster Posey for catcher. Mm-hmm. But uh, Manny, the way watching him when he was with the Orioles before his knee surgeries, he was. I I don't even believe he was human. Like the the plays he was making, like. He made a bobbled ball in foul territory turn into a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Like his, his one of his best plays was when he, you know, he was chasing the ball down and he like knocked it down and kind of bobbled it. And then he right. jumps up in foul territory, crosses his body, and gunned out the runner. It was it's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. And what was your and then Arenado, Oh, continue, continue. Yeah. And then Arenado, you know, he's won a gold glove every season he's mm-hmm. played and multiple pat- platinum gloves. So you can't go wrong watching watching the way he plays third. Okay. Gotta hurry this up because we have like ten. All right. You see okay, that? Okay. Uh, uh what was your favorite part of playing baseball? Oh honestly, I gotta give it to probably the mental aspect of the game. Cause you know, most people like who don't play baseball don't realize how mentally draining it is. Because mm-hmm. you know, every play, every play you're thinking, what do I do here? What do I do here? What mm-hmm. happens then? Like you're always thinking, you're always going, and then apart from the thinking mental mentality of it, there's also the like emotional part of it. Like you yeah. could be absolutely perfect and still fail, and it's mm. for a lot of people that's really hard to like comprehend. Like I did everything right, and yet I still did things wrong. And yeah. I think on outside of baseball, that's just a good thing to like understand that you could be absolutely perfect and still fail. And I think baseball helps helps teach that a lot. Yeah. And I feel like that that's one sport that, like, you'll have to fail. Like, in the NFL, like, yeah, you fail, but, like, your yeah, production it's, it's, and everything is way high. Yeah. Uh, what is your best play that you've made in the game of baseball? I got, I got two. Ooh, I'm excited now. My first one was in fall ball. I was in, like, sixth grade. Uh-huh. I was playing third, and there was a liner hit to me. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it was runners on first and third. Okay. So I caught the liner, uh-huh. and my coach was in the dugout, like right next to me. I could hear him. He's like, <laughs> throw it to first, throw it to first. And I looked, you know, because the, the runner had stolen. So he was like yeah. at second. So he's trying to get me to catch him before he tagged up. I was like, no, wait a second. <laughs> I tagged third, got the guy who had to tag up there out, and then gunned it down to first and got a triple play. And I felt I felt so good. Uh And then the second one, I was out in center Uh and you know, deep fly. 
and I chased it down and I got up to like almost a warning track and then I turned around, dove for it and made the Willie Mays type catch. Nice. And then like, I, I think it was the final out and it saved like two runs. And then after the game, the other team's coach, like he came up to me and like made a point. He's like, that was a great catch. Like he didn't think I was going to catch it. And I like, I don't even know how I did. I just luckily came out with it. It was awesome. Uh, When you played baseball, did you do any training to help you? I mean, nothing like over the top unique, you know, Mm -hmm. batting cages, cages, fielding practice. There was one drill that I, it was an outfield drill that I really loved doing. It was like a three ball drill. Mm-hmm. So you get like a coach or like a buddy or whatever and throw you flies, but they'll throw it in different, uh, different areas. Mm-hmm. So you have to track it down. And like, right as you catch the ball, they're throwing the next one. And you got to like, you got to be able to catch it, drop it, and then go run over and catch the next ball. And it, it really helps with tracking the ball down. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's also just a fun drill to do. Who is your favorite baseball player to watch or ever watch? Oh, that's, that's tough. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've had, a, I've had a lot, you know, just yeah. in my short life, I've had a lot that I've, that I've seen. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna say an Oriole and I'm gonna say just all time. Okay. I'm gonna say probably Manny Machado for the Orioles. Mm-hmm. Like when he was with us, there was, there was just something that he was awesome. And I mean, he still is a Hall yeah. of Fame worthy player, but uh, when he was with the Orioles, he was just something else. Mm-hmm. And then the whole league, I got to give it to Mike Trout. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know how you can't say Mike Trout. He's just superhuman. You got you. Uh, I wanted to tell you who my favorite probably Oriole to ever watch is JJ Hardy. That's that's a good one. <laughs> I was like, you're not gonna think of that one. No, um, yeah, he's great. When you played baseball, do you have a walk-up song? I didn't have one. Okay, so if you did, what would it be? If I did, it would be Duel of Fates from Star Wars for sure. Okay, okay, good one. Especially, but that I think more so that one works more as like a closer's entrance song. Mm-hmm. It's like, imagine you're at the field, you know, <laughs> the night game, the light shut off, and then that oh. starts playing, and then like the bullpen bullpen door opens, and he's just standing there as like the the uh, vocal part of it kicks in. Uh, and since Thanksgiving is coming up, what is one thing about baseball you were thankful for or a player you were thankful for? Uh, the friends I made through it, mm-hmm. like, all you know, I had a lot of tight teammates, you know, I played with a lot of friends that I got really close with through baseball. So I think, I think that's gotta be the thing I'm most thankful awesome. for. Awesome. Uh, let's just move in right next to the next topic. Just cause time restraints. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kodai Senga, uh, Japanese starting pitcher. He had a 1.94 ERA, 11 seasons with, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Fukuoka, yeah, Fukuoka, I think. SoftBank Hawks, eleven and yeah. six record this season, and then twenty-two total games this season. Uh, just yes. just with that stat, what do you think? What I mean, do you think? Okay. Do, like 11, 11 seasons seems like a lot, but I looked it up. Mm. He's only twenty-nine, so he's he's been playing since he was eighteen. Okay, so right there, that shows a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. Um, now one. 1.94 ERA is incredible. 22 games and he pulled that number out. That, that's that's, that's a lot of skill. And uh, I've watched like highlights. The way uh, like he has he has good arm strength, good speed on the ball. Like he looks very promising. Could definitely definitely dominate the MLB. Where do you think he'll be before we move on? 
I don't, I don't know. He could go. I mean, all team, all teams are looking all for teams. pitchers. So hey, he could, he could really go anywhere. I know. I like. I know the Padres looking at him, so that's a possibility. But I can see that. that'd be interesting. Uh, I just want to explain one definition because we'll probably be talking about it later. Uh, non-tendering is when it declines a player's contract for the upcoming season, and then immediately makes that player a free agent. I didn't know it immediately makes the player a free agent. Yeah. And then tendered contract is when a player basically gets an offered contract. Yep. Okay. Sick. So I was gonna do top ten. Um, I only found like one, two, three, six good ones that I wanted to talk about. So we can we can these six good ones if you want, but like okay, yeah, that's cool. Uh Rizzo signing with the Yankees, two years, forty million. I think I think that's a uh that's a really good signing. And I mm-hmm. heard that uh, it could extend out for like fifty mil over like three years. I think that's crazy, but or something like that. But yeah, I think I think that's a good signing for New York. He's a he's a good first baseman, good bat, and he helps him out a lot. Uh, Isaiah Kiner Falefa resigning with the yeah, we kind of touched on that earlier, but yeah, I think I think I don't think he's there to stay. I think they just want him for that trade bait. But uh. I mean that's a that's a good move on New York's part having him and then being able to have even if it's not him have someone else they could trade away because they got a lot of infield depth. Mm-hmm. Also, question for you before we move on: uh, right. Do you want to just like wait for this two minutes, whatever, and keep talking, and then we'll just make another Zoom meeting? Uh, yeah, that that should work. That works. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mariners trade pitchers. We talked about this. Eric Swanson and left-handed pitching prospect Adam Mako for. Outfielder Teoscar Hernandez. We talked about that. Yeah, I think it's a good move on the Mariners. I think mm-hmm. it's a very interesting move for Toronto because Teoscar is pretty good. Arguably their their best bat last year, besides maybe Vladdy, maybe so, uh, Bichette you know. too. Yeah, maybe Bichette. Um, and I saw. I think they DFA'd him. Ooh. Uh, Rymel Tapia. So I think he he's gone too. I mm-hmm. think they DFA'd him. They might have uh just. Uh, non-tender but either way toffee is gone so that's two outfielders that they just lost mm-hmm. and they're trying to make a run for the division that's not not a good sign but we'll see we'll see how it turns out we'll see what they sign we'll see what they do yeah uh, free agent slugger cody bellinger non-tender contract i mean Wait. it's about time for the dodgers he got mvp and then just never the same again. Like he 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 peaked early. I love uh, what you said I mean, uh, on your story. Uh, in your yeah. story. <laughs> Where's uh, he gonna sign his couch? That that was a great yeah, one. I, <laughs> I, you know, I'm sure I'm sure someone will sign him, but I don't I don't think it's gonna be a big contender. I don't think, you know, I don't think there's a lot of teams that want him taking up roster space and getting like no hits. So, mm-hmm. so uh, we just finished talking about Cody Ballinger and contract uh outfielder jock peterson accepts giants offer and will return to the giants on a 19.65 million deal for 2023 the o's can't sign him now yeah we can't get him but that's a that's a good move for the giants especially especially if they uh they actually pull it off and get judge Mm -hmm. have have both those guys now for that's that's actually pretty pretty good for them that would be actually crazy yeah, how much? How much do you think they paid? Uh, pay judge. They pay judge. It's gonna be like, I don't know, 
at least 30 mil a year. Just how many the, years, though? How many years? That's the thing. Seven or eight, probably something like that. Like mm-hmm. it'll be, it'll be a big contract for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's in uh, San Fran today, so yeah. And I, I mean, see, it's it, what... it's his hometown too, so mm-hmm. you know that's enticing. Right. I did see. Let's see. Was some MLB uh, update popped up earlier yesterday. So something's like it was saying like he was meeting with them today. So yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully this news later today. That'd be crazy. Um, that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Nationals plan to non-tender Luke Voigt. I mean, that could be a good, good backup first baseman and an extra DH for us. I mean, that wouldn't be a bad grab. I kind of like Luke Voigt, honestly. That wouldn't be a bad grab. Do you know his stash? Yeah. I can look him up. Do you know his stash? Uh, not off the top of my head. I'm going to look him up. Uh, why not? Yeah. Luke Voigt. Where was he before Washington? You know? I don't San Diego. San Diego. And then before that, New York. Uh, let's see, Washington. He had... Okay, he had nine home runs. I'm fine with that. He only played... Did he get injured? He only played 53 games. No, he got traded. Remember oh. the whole Hosmer thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I was like so confused. <laughs> yeah, so he had yeah, 22 home runs isn't bad, actually. That's pretty good for the whole season. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a awful pickup, to be honest. That would, and I mean, the wall might be, I don't know, would it help? Would it not help? Uh, is he a lefty or a righty? If he's a lefty, it probably wouldn't affect him. He is a righty. Okay, of so yeah, the wall already. might, the wall okay. might slow him down, but I think uh-huh. I think he can. I I still think he'd be a good grab, and he probably wants to play baseball. So whoever signs yeah. him, he'll. And the thing is, offer. a two twenty six batting average, I'm totally fine with that. Like, yeah, no, that's 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 good. If you keep that up the whole year, I'm fine with that. Yeah, but like if it takes you the whole year to build up to two twenty six, that's a whole different story. Yeah, but I mean, year long, it's. It sounds like a good one, two year, two year signing. Do you want to rank these trades? Because I said we were going to rank them. So, uh, yeah, you can go first, and then I'll say what I think. I think my favorite one. I think the top one is between the Teoscar trade and mm-hmm. re-signing Rizzo. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to have to give it to. Teoscar on the top. I think that is a really good move for the Mariners. I totally see that. Yeah. And then I'd go to Rizzo. And then mm-hmm. probably Giants resigning Jock. And then honestly, I'm the Dodgers non-tendering Bellinger just because he hasn't produced for them. And that's really good that they can open up a spot and try and finally yeah. get some production. And then the Yankees re-signing IKF because that that's you know more depth or trade possibility, and then the Nationals non-tendering Voit. Yeah, so I agree with the uh, Tioscar first, Rizzo second. Uh, I would say Jock Peterson third. My question is though to you, um, 
I know you said earlier it said uh Isaiah Connor Falefa they'll resign him for like depth and trade. Do you think they'll do that for Peterson too or no? Probably not. Cause he he's a center point of uh of the Giants lineup, mm-hmm. especially after, you know, going 107 wins and then last year barely scraping a five hundred mm-hmm. record. So I, I think I think they keep him trying actually win some games this year. And then I don't know what the Nationals are planning, so I could always trade, like, these five and six, I could always turn around. But right now, I would say maybe Nationals plan non-tender Lugavoit because if they're planning something to get another first baseman or something and we don't know, maybe that could, that could be yeah. why. Yeah. Uh, again, it would it would have to be a few weeks till we, I would know if it would be five or six. But right yeah. now, I put that at five, and then the Cody Bellinger at six. Okay, that's that's not bad. Yeah, so basically yeah. the same. <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh, Orioles free agency. We tendered Austin Hayes, Mullen, Santander, Mateo, Dylan Tate, and Austin Voth on the 18. Those are very good. Very good, good moves. Why Austin Hayes, though? Uh, we I think we just need an experienced outfielder. Until mm-hmm. other guys come up. And I mean, he was slumping in the second half, but if he can get back to his first half form last year, he, he's really good to have on the team. It's I just, think, you know, that inconsistency. I think the second he gets good, we trade him. <laughs> that, that's such an I Orioles think. thing to do. Yeah, I could see that. Because he's not he's not going to be, the second he goes down, no one's going to want him again. Yeah, but if he, so. if he starts sparking up, he could be trade bait. Yeah, and I think yeah, that'd be the best, honestly. And I know I, I could see that. I think earlier, I'll continue. <laughs> I think if we uh, if we were to trade him, it wouldn't be until like Hauser is up and you know mm-hmm. Heston's on the verge of it, and we got other guys come because we we still what's our I think our major league roster for outfielders is Hayes, Mullins, Santander, Stowers, and McKenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you trade away Hayes. It's only one backup. Mm-hmm. And then, then Kowser will be up. So we'll be back to five. So I think that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to have five guys on the MLB roster that at a be, time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think so about, I, okay. What do you think about Austin Vogt? Uh, I think that, 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 that's a good, good move. You know, still keep our pitching depth while we're working on building up our rotation mm-hmm. and our bullpen and stuff. But I think, yeah. I think that's good. Uh, the Orioles select the contract of right-handed pitcher Girod, right-handed pitcher Noah Denoyer. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> uh, Noyer. Right-handed pitcher yeah. Seth Johnson, Joey Ortiz, and left-handed pitcher Drew Rom on the 15th of November. Right now, they have 39 of 40 players on the 40-man roster. So this means 40 people can be on the roster at once. Yeah. What do we um... think about this? I mean, we definitely really like pitching. Um, I'm trying to think. I think Girod, obviously, big, big move. Um, they they play I'm pretty sure they just placed him on the 40 man too. So that's very yeah, good yeah. news. Yeah, that's good news. Um who do you think the last 40 man player would be? I'm trying to think, is Kowser on our 40 man? Because he'll probably be it. Not yet, but uh he's not have... no. Okay, yeah, I'd assume he's probably going to get put on. Or they're going to wait. When do 40 mans have to be sent in? It's like December, I think. 
think December. You want me to look it yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah, if you want. Uh, I'll look it up on my computer. <laughs> yeah, because. Six PM Wow. What six PM today? No, I was just looking at uh Jackson Holidays already ranked above Kowser for our top prospects. That's actually crazy. Yeah. So, I'm trying to see what kind of player we taking off. I don't know. It doesn't. Teams had until 6 p.m. Eastern time on November 15th to add eligible players to the 40-man roster or risk losing oh. the unprotected players during the Rule 5 draft. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I Do you know anything about the Rule 5 draft? Um, It's weird how it works, but basically, um, if you've been in the minor leagues five years or longer, mm-hmm. um, you're eligible for it. So it basically means that any team can go and like grab you and as like a draft pick and then mm-hmm. have them come to your team. So it's kind of like you it's kind of like making a trade but without giving anything up in a sense. Like you just get a player from another team and you get to add them to your roster and stuff. But it's I don't I don't think anyone knows fully how it works because it's so <laughs> weird and confusing. But like yeah. that's basically it. You can go and get guys in the minor leagues that have been there for a long time and try <laughs> and add them to your team. I mean, I think that's smart, but at the same time, I think it's so yeah. Like yeah, it messes up so many uh like plans and game plans and all that. Yeah, but I mean that's why you uh, what's it called? Got to put him on your forty man. Yeah, we have no backup catcher on our forty man. Adley's better go hundred. Adley's better go one hundred and sixty two games. <laughs> this is me yeah, Kowser isn't Kowser isn't on the forty man. Uh, they might pick the Boston Hedges then. Maybe. I uh, mm. who else did I see? They were, I think Jerkson Drafar was a non tender too, but I could be wrong. Oh no, not him. Not. Jerkson. That's a center field. Jorge <laughs> Alfaro. Uh-huh. I'm getting my Padres messed up. All good. Um, pull up this lineup. Yeah, our outfield 40 man is Daz Cameron, Jake Cave, Austin Hayes, McKenna, Mullins, Tony Taters, and Stowers. Pretty stats. So yeah. Daz Cameron's that guy we like just grabbed, right? I think he was from Detroit. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. you're right. And then Jake Cave. Yeah, I I still think it's really interesting that Kaiser's not on it, but maybe he'll be he'll probably be added. There'll be some moves as the season goes on and he gets ready to get called up. Yeah. Cause yeah. Uh MLB is saying that Kaiser's uh, ETA is twenty twenty three, so he should be mm-hmm. up there. Ooh, Westberg too. That's nice. Ooh. So you wanna move into the Hall of Fame? Or should we- uh yeah, I'm down with that. Okay. That sounds cool. So, obviously, you can see my screen, right? Yes. Okay. So, one thing that points out to me is Andrew Jones. This is his sixth year. And there's uh, there's been a lot of uh, like controversy around that. Like a lot of people want him in. Like, and I I agree. 
That's crazy. And he has a forty one point four percent chance. Yeah. Of making- uh, how much? How much do you need to uh make it in? I don't know. I think it's <laughs> no seventy five cents high. It's something like that though. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, like you need a you need a good majority. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, is there kinda... any other names that speak out to you? On the... I think, um, well, A Rod obviously is the big yeah, one. A Rod, you know, but it's just the so base. Good, yeah, baseball writers don't like Roy's, and no one likes A Rod. So, I I don't I don't if Bonds didn't make it in, I don't see A Rod making in making it uh-huh. in. Um, same thing with uh Manny Marie, Manny Ramirez. <laughs> I mean, he was a great player, but uh-huh. he's got similar controversies to A Rod. Um, Billy Wagner. This is his eighth year. Oh, yeah, Gary Sheffield too. He's big. That's a that's ninth year. Ninth so yeah, I think year? yeah, that's wild. People on the sixth, whatever, second. Jeff Kent, tenth year, like. Yeah. I feel like after like eleven yeah, years, think, they shouldn't be eligible anymore. I think it's ten years you don't become eligible anymore, except for like special votes or whatever, like the That's veterans or yeah, yeah. Because I know I know Bonds is off off eligibility now, but he can still be voted in like other ways. Uh, I've really never heard of like Bobby Abreu. And like you, you can see like this whole yeah. thing on my screen. Um, like, I heard, I've heard of him because I used to go to Angels games and stuff. So, you know, I used to see him out here. But yeah, he was he was all right. But I, I don't think he'll make it in. Same thing. So what? With Arroyo. Eight people that make it, right? Uh, at most, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm I think. I think. Cold. Yeah. 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 Your party. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I, um the Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> I think Carlos Beltran has the best shot in this uh-huh. year's this year's vote. JJ Hardy, Orioles Hall of Famer. Just put him in the Orioles Hall of Fame. That, that's good yeah. enough. Exactly. <laughs> that's good enough. Yeah. Twenty seasons, Carlos Beltran. The Royals, Astros, Mets, Giants, Cardinals, Yankees, and Rangers. Nine time all star, three time gold glove, and two silver sluggers. Um, yeah, if he doesn't make it in, wow, rookie of the year, too. Uh, top 10 MVP voting twice. Wow, hit 304 seasons. Another thing that sticks out is the uh, Roberto Clemente Award. Yeah, like, um, I'm gonna look your, up his stats. If you have that on your, um, what is it called? No, I'm blank. On your resume, I think yeah. that really helps you too. Uh, let's see his career stats. Uh, hits. He's at two thousand seven hundred twenty-five hits. That's that's pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Four thirty-five homers. That's also nice. Pretty good. Um, he's over fifteen hundred RBIs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a career two seventy-nine average. A 350 on base percentage, 486 slugging, 837 OPS. So that's pretty good. I, I think I think he's got the numbers. I think I think he can make it in. I don't I don't know if it'll be a first ballot, mm-hmm. but he can he can definitely make it in. 
Do you think uh it says at the bottom, member of 2017 Astros World Series title team? You think that's a plus or a minus? I think it's neither. That was his, yeah. his last season in the league. So uh-huh. yeah, I mean he wasn't a big part of of you know all of that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I, I don't think it'll affect him because you know, one season in his last season, I I don't think they'll be like, oh, he was cheating his whole career and stuff. Let's see. It's Kobe Ellsbury. I could see him making it. Maybe. I, I don't yeah. Maybe. Let's see. Let's see. I'm just going down to Hardy. I, I want to talk about him. And like yeah. I know you do too. <laughs> I love Hardy. Uh, Hardy. Holy uh, crap. He had a war of 28.1 career, career-wise. Yeah. That's pretty good. In, in 12 years, I mean, yeah, 13 years. That's pretty um, good. Yeah. Home I didn't runs. know he played with Milwaukee. He did? Where did you see that? Yeah, he played with Milwaukee, went to wow. Minnesota in 2010, and then Baltimore the rest of his career. Good for him. 188 total home runs. You know, he had eight stolen bases total. I thought he had more. Yeah, if, if, you, told, if you told me he had eight stolen bases, I'd be like, you're crazy. I'd assume, yeah, I'd assume he'd have more, but I wouldn't think it was that many. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. See. Uh, just play. below 1,500 hits. Yeah, sadly, these aren't Hall of Fame stats, but I mean, they're good. Like, yeah, he had a good, no. solid career. He was yeah. one, two, two-time All-Star, one-time Silver Slugger, two-time Golden Glove. Three-time Golden Glove. Three-time? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 12, uh, 13, 14. He's not a first ballot, I don't think. Yeah. If he, if he makes it, he makes it his fifth, sixth year. I would say. Yeah. I can't wait for the 2016... Not 2016, 2026 ballot though, because we're gonna have Adam Jones, Nick Marcakis, probably Hardy, because I don't think he'll be voted in by then. That and if he does, and Matt Weeders, so we're gonna have like a big that Orioles core is gonna be in there. Oh, love to see it. Yeah, awards, future games, home runs. Yeah. Ayers committed at shortstop, 15. Good for him. That's that actually was, impressive, yeah. That was in 2008. Oh, uh, I thought it was like his whole career. Like, dang, that's impressive. No, I wish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I love how it says similar batters on this, and it says Alex Gonzalez. Like, what? <laughs> how are you going to relate Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Marcus Simeon. Um, Oh, most similar by ages. Okay. Uh, I mean, Simeon's fair because he's a middle infielder, but... He was drafted by Milwaukee in the second round. Wow. A 2001 amateur draft. Let's see. He was traded to the Twins for Carlos Gomez. That's a good move. Carlos Gomez. On December 9th, 2010, traded by the Twins with Brandon Harris to the Baltimore Orioles for Brett Jacobson and the Miners and Jim Hoey. And then 2017 Grants for Free Agency. Yeah. 
It seems like a boring kind of career. Trade-wise, it seems like a boring career. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> he, 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 had, he had good times in Baltimore. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because he came, 2010 was like right before we started getting good. Mm-hmm. So he was there for like the us while we were really bad. And then 2012 made the playoffs, 2014 won the division. Then 2016 got the wild card, and then 2017 he was gone. Who else on here? Tory Hunter was pretty good. Cause... Yeah, Tory Hunter. Tory Hunter had a had a good career. He was uh, he was in that game versus the O's in the playoffs, right? The year we made it to the championship game, right? Um, he played Detroit. He oh, when he played, yeah, I think so. That's what I thought. I just didn't know for sure. I think he was with Detroit. He's either with Detroit or the Angels at that time. But I think he was with Detroit that year. Uh, named the five All-Star games, two Silver Slugger awards, finished in top 10 of American League MVP voting in 2002. He was sick. That's that's not – that's not that shouldn't be a stat on your career. I mean, yeah, <laughs> if you do it multiple times, that's impressive. But like one top 10. It's kind of, yeah, that should not be a stat. You should not yeah. be happy about that. Yeah, appeared in eleven postseason series over eight seasons, hitting two seventy four with four homers and twenty RBIs in forty eight games. Again, he's not, not the team. If he was, if he was, yeah, the team, then okay. Yeah, I when, think when they put these stats, he definitely they, gets in the Hall of Very Good, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if he make the Hall of Fame. When they put these stats in, they put them in like, like the American League MVP thing, the postseason thing. They put it in like he helped the team so much. Yeah, like, you know what I'm talking about. Like when I say this, yeah, like one guy doesn't doesn't send you to postseason. Yeah, yeah, like that's. <sighs> I mean, it's it's an impressive feat to be on that many good teams, but I mean, uh-huh. it wasn't just him alone. If uh, Andrew Jones makes it this year, do you think Drew Jones makes it in the future? I mean, we'll see. see? It's pretty I early, mean, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, sixth year in the ballot, played 17 seasons with the Braves, Dodgers, and the Rangers, White Sox, and Yankees. I think I think with the Dodgers and Yankees, that helps them. I don't know why. I just the big yeah. the big market teams. Braves and too. I, and I think that really helps. Yeah, especially with the old writers. Like mm-hmm. teams like that. Let's see. Jeff Ken. Is there anyone you want to talk about? John Lackey, actually. John Lackey. That could that could be interesting. Cause I know yeah. He he yeah. I mean he had a good career, like well, I, what I remember watching of him, he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I know he he was a big part of that two thousand two Angels team. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the Cardinals. I know, I know he was from the Cubs. I didn't know he was from the Cardinals. Yeah, I didn't remember the Cardinals. I remember the other three teams, but I didn't remember the Cardinals. When did he start playing? Well, he started 2002. playing in 2003. Yeah. I was 2002 was his rookie season. Okay. So I was yeah. born in 2003, so I didn't see – I wasn't alive for his rookie season, so I can't tell yeah. you if he was good or not. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's see. Again, appeared in 19 postseason series over 10 seasons. You hear the car outside? So funny. Wait, 19? Oh, series. I was like, what? How do you make it to the postseason 19 times in 10 seasons? <laughs> uh, 
nine NLDS, seven LCS, three World Series, posting eight six record with three four four ERA. Again, three forty four ERA is good, but these days yeah, it's not... I feel like it's gonna be overlooked. Yeah. Like you have people pitching one point whatever, two three ERA. Yeah. Uh, Mike Napoli looking like he could he could shake things up maybe. Think so? Maybe. I mean I see that's the thing. All these guys are like they were great players, but determining whether they're Hall of Fame players is when it's hard. Yeah. Let's see. He's twenty homer mark in eight seasons. And that's not that's not bad. That's not bad. If it, if it was thirty, that's a whole different thing. Um, yeah. But twenty's pretty good, I would say. Yeah. Started at catcher or Amer- uh for American League in two thousand twelve All Star game. Reached a hundred RBI mark in twenty sixteen while helping Indians win American League pennant. And then yeah. I mean, yeah, he had a he had a decent career, so we'll see. What would what would make him a Hall of Famer? Um Honestly, judging by how the writers vote, a lot of home runs, a lot of hits, good average. Johnny Peralta. This is his first year. Yeah. I can see him making it. Maybe. Just because the games I've seen him play, he was pretty good. Yeah, he was good. Reached uh, the 100 runs scored mark once. What? Reached the 100 runs scored mark once, 2008. And hit, hit 300 ones. And had eight seasons with at least 70 RBIs. But if I was judging this and I saw, like, it said, like, he hit 300 once. Yeah. Like, the way they wrote that just doesn't help. He me. only did it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure the voters get other stuff than this, but yeah, that is kind of like, oh, he only did it once. Like, yeah. Like, let's see. What is it when I mean, it's career fielding percentage or shortstop of 980? How did I rank that? I not rank it, but like, see. what's the fielding percentage? I'm gonna look at it. What's a good fielding percentage? Um, okay, fielding percentage are very high for most major league players, more than 98. So he had an average fielding percent. Uh, that's not that's. On base percentage, goofy. Um, okay, so yeah, he was right about average. Mm-hmm. Great infielders at the highest level of baseball have a fielding percentage of nine seventy or better. So he's a little above that. Mm-hmm. So there, uh, means that they're making nine hundred seventy or more error free plays out of. So yeah, so ninety eight percent of his, of his uh plays ended as uh as outs rather than errors. Uh, Manny Ramirez. Again, I've seen him play more because he's a Red Sox. On the Red yeah. Sox, I mean that's a and he haven't even read it yet. They got a, he's got a lot written. Yeah, that's another thing. If you have a lot written, yeah, that's a it's a good sign. It's just that's like a thing. Like this is like a sixth grade. This is my like sixth grade brain right here. It's like uh, if you yeah. take a test, right? And there's a lot written. You're like, oh, that must be the definition. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
if you're a sixth grader, you you vote Manuel Ramirez. <laughs> yeah. uh, it should. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Man, I mean, Manny Ramirez definitely has the numbers. Mm-hmm. Same with A Rod. It's just they're both had suspensions for steroid use, so look that tends if, uh, to mess with the writers. If A Rod makes it in, I want him to be making it in as a Seattle Mariner. Yeah, because screw uh, the Yankees. I I don't I don't want like the Yankees and Rangers like no thanks. Yeah, but, like him on the Mariners. <laughs> Was fun to watch. I don't care if he was on roids on the Mariners or not. I I could care less. Yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, he he was. You watch. That, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like I have like ADHD, but like I could sit down and watch an hour of his plays. That's true. <laughs> on the Mariners, like no, that was the thing with Bonds too. I don't like that was the era of baseball at the time. Everyone was doing roids, and <laughs> but Bonds like had this ability to draw you in. You couldn't look away. Yeah, and I I. I, I think even, like, you have to take into account that, like, it was just the style of the game. Everyone yeah. everyone did Roy's, so I, I don't see how they can, you know, keep him out of the hall. I I get not calling him the greatest player of all time, but keeping him out of the hall is crazy. Right, like, Alex, if, uh, Alex Rodriguez makes it in, Barry Bonds has to make it in. The yeah. X. There would be if Arod makes it in and Bonds doesn't. I know. It's going through people. Just to see. Gary yeah. Sheffield. Brewers, Padres, Marlins, Dodgers, Braves, Yankees, Tigers, and Mets. It's a lot of teams. <laughs> yeah. Two, three. I mean, these are five. all pretty big names, which is yeah. obvious. Houston yeah. Three. It's just I don't hard to them. bring them all together and Decide. Yeah. I have his autograph. Billy Wagner. Jay? Jared Weaver? He was so good. I hope he makes it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do too. Like, he was just fun to watch. He was like one of the first pitchers I remember like watching and being like, wow, this guy's good. I'm top. The 200 innings pitched Mark four times. That's, that's impressive. That's impressive. That yeah. sticks out right there. Like, if yeah. you're reading through that, that just sticks out. Uh, finished fifth in AL Rookie of the Year voting. Top five in 2006. Who was in 2006? 2006. Um, 2006. I'm trying to think. Who would have been a rookie back then? Justin Verlander. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Okay. I was going to yeah. be if, some, if it was someone that's like, not good now. Yeah. Yeah, but Verlander. Verlander's fair. Jason Ward. When we talk about him coming He's a Nationals legend. Coming yeah. from Baltimore, I have to be a Nationals fan a little bit. So, yeah. like... No, I like I liked watching Worth as a kid. I hope he makes it. Yeah. Best, uh, spe- best speech last year was David Ortiz. Yeah. <laughs> David Ortiz always gives good speeches. Like, that's great. He's a and then Jeter, He's Jeter's was the year before. Great speech. Yeah. Yeah. I always love, like, even in the NFL, always love watching, like, the people that, like, on your rival teams because they give great speeches. Like, Troy Palomalu yeah. on the Steelers. Great speech. 
Yeah. I have a friend who's a Steelers fan, and he loves Troy Polamalu. Now let's talk about some upcoming dates and events that are going to be happening soon. December seventh, the Rule Five Draft. Kind of talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, January thirteenth, the deadline for all thirty-two teams and players are eligible to submit tally figures. Thirty-two teams. Is it 30? 30, 30 teams? Yeah, thirty. Oh my god! <laughs> stupid, stupid NFL season. Yeah. I always get mixed up with that. And then arbitration hearings began 30th. I wish we could watch them live. I'm sorry, but that would be so entertaining. That would be really interesting to get like a behind the scenes look at stuff like that. Like, I feel like that would be like an MLB version of Georgia Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I would love to. That's the thing I got to send a message to the MLB like can we like see the behind the scenes of this like that's pretty cool can we just see like one a year or something that'd be interesting February 24th 2023 spring training games begin that's uh you three months ago hey, three months that's crazy it's gonna be sooner it's gonna be soon yeah it's gonna like, be quick before we move on I wanna talk about Judge just yeah why not? And like it's Aaron Judge. Yeah. Spot in San Francisco. Yeah. When is he when is he supposed to meet with them? Let's see. The clip I saw, he just said he's uh in San what's Francisco. It he was just meeting with family or whatever, but we know that's it. That's definitely mm-hmm. a lie. I mean he turned down a seven year two hundred thirteen point five million offer. Dang. So the Giants are gonna have to pay him. Yeah. He said this. He said, I'm looking forward to getting the free agent process going. I, mean, I don't know how fast or slow it's going to go. This team yeah. that we've talked to, for me, if we're going to build a winning team, if I can get my stuff out of the way, it's always an advantage. Yeah. What does yeah. he mean by that? If I, I think can get just, my... you know, Yeah. I think he just means get the negotiations out of the way. He doesn't want to, like, mm-hmm. change the mindset of the team by, you know, having everything put on him. Giants I think 81 and 81 last season. Yeah. I think Judge wants to stay in New York, but they kind of messed up mm-hmm. negotiations earlier this season. So, like, I think he's kind of just doing this to get back at them or something. But I think I think he'll still end up signing with them. If he wants to get back at them, he should go with the Mets. I'm sorry, but, like, I mean, he, stays, he stays in New York. On the Mets. Yankees fans would hate him. Oh, like God. they would, they would hate him for the rest of eternity. Let's let's see if I can read it this way. Okay. Uh, next week I'll explain more into the Rule Five Draft, new rules for next year, more free agency updates, hopefully Judge <laughs> and more. I am thankful for Anthony coming onto the show this week, and I'm thankful and appreciative of all my followers and listeners. I am also thankful for the Baltimore Orioles for giving me hope this year. And since they've been better, I really dove more into baseball and have truly learned to enjoy the sport. I have some baseball friends that I would like to thank too. First off, I would like to th- I would like to thank depressed Orioles fan for giving me the inspiration to start an Orioles fan account and for being an amazing person to talk baseball with. Second, I would like to give a huge thank you to my favorite Seattle Mariners fan, Kate Henderson. Kate, it has been a pleasure talking about baseball with you during the regular season playoffs and now the offseason. You have also intrigued me to watch Star Wars, and I've really liked it so far. 
Finally, I want to give a thank you to Jerry Coleman. Why is this? Jerry Coleman started a podcast a few weeks before me, and that was the final thing that pushed me to want to start this podcast. Uh, do you have any thank yous? Um, obviously, I got to thank all my followers and stuff, because without them, I wouldn't be uh, able to keep running uh, Orioles <laughs> fan account. Um, also, a lot of guys like Orioles Unified, Siono uh, Perez fan page, because, you know, those are the guys that have helped me along the way and given me a lot of a lot more inspiration and just you know anyone else who comes along in the future i want to thank because without them none of this is possible the whole group chat everything yeah yeah that that whole group chat is sick like uh it's so fun let's see you know what i'm gonna just read off all the names in it a lot of names uh let's see uh thank you alan Thank you to Press Oros fan. Thank you, Felix underscore Bautista underscore fan page. Thank you, Jacob Hopkins. Thank you, Jacob Kemp. Thank you, James. Thank you, Joey Diaz. Thank you to the other Joey. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Matthew. Also, uh, go Astros, not Phillies. Um, thank you. Thank you, Noah. Was- thank you, Orioles Central. Thank you, Orioles Hope. Again, huge thank you to Anthony. Um, yeah. if you don't follow him, follow him right now because like he really helped me with this podcast and I'm really appreciative for him. And that would be one way for helping me is following him. Um, That's right. <laughs> thank you. Orioles Legion. Thank you. Orioles Unified. Thank you. RL Topper. Cause I know he talks a lot. Thank you. Broncos Dominion. Hope the best for the Broncos. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Alex Simmons. Thank you. Baltimore hub. See. Thank you, Drew Lovelace. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Jake Simmons. Thank you, Joe. Because there's a lot of people that are in this. Yeah, it's such a big group chat. Don't talk. Thank yeah. you, Owen. Uh, see. Thank you, William. And yeah, those are my those are my thank yous right there. Yeah, sick. Is that it? I think so. 